All right, we are back in the studio today. So it is time to get the ball rolling. So excited to be back here again with Get the Ball Rolling. And I am extremely happy today to be able to provide you with this football preview for the University of California, Los Angeles otherwise known as UCLA Bruins. Uh, I wanted, again, we are going through the Pac-12 doing different previews uh, for each individual team. Uh, We'll be reaching out to the members of the media in order to uh, contact them, get their ideas on it. Uh, These universities are really big universities. Uh, I've been able to work with a couple of them trying to do the best and, uh, of getting them on the show, but anyway, we'll be talking to members of the media as we do this. Uh, we have had Arizona State and Oregon State already, so we just have 10 more to go, and this is number three, talking about UCLA. Uh, kind of my, to start off with my impressions before we get into it, uh, UCLA is really interesting uh, for a few reasons, right? Each team has their u- u- unique capabilities. Number one, we're just going to talk about straight up with Chip Kelly, right? Now, if you guys have listened to the UNI podcast, the University of Northern Iowa, uh, I actually talked to one of his offensive linemen, uh, Ryan Clanton. Uh, He played for Chip at the University of Oregon. uh, Talked a little bit about how Chip Kelly is as a a coach. He talked about how everything is done at the speed in which – Oregon played at the pace, right? You run, you run into the field, you run into water, you're you're sprinting in the weight room, you're getting it done, everything fast, 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 fast. And Chip Kelly obviously had some time at Oregon in order to improve on this this culture. He was able to build a culture around it, right? And he he built the culture. And then he ended up going to the NFL, uh, was in Philly, was in San Francisco. Never really felt like a real good fit, in my opinion, with Philly. Uh, Philly, for me, is uh, when I think about the East Coast, is a lot more tradition, uh, not really into the new. Uh, they have the old towns, right? And I kind of felt like Philly was a, a blue collar town, kind of a rough town, right? We built this city, city of brotherly love. Uh, you only have a certain amount of time to, to order your, your Philly cheesesteak, right? Kind of, kind of gets that feel with Philly, right? And here comes this guy coming in with from the West Coast. All right, we're going to try to implement this crazy fast spread offense into the NFL. Didn't really, I mean, he he was successful there, but didn't really feel like a good fit. Ended up moving to San Francisco. Uh, anyway, was it was it? analyst i actually really liked him on espn i was able to listen to him a little bit and then i went away i went away i was i was in uh, puerto rico for a couple years uh i didn't really follow sports then i did a lot of humanitarian work uh, a lot of service kind of down in that island as you guys know uh hurricanes happen often so i was in i was in puerto rico didn't really follow it i come back and i'm like okay well i gotta get back into sports and then uh all of a sudden at the end of the first season i get back Boom, uh, Jim Mora's gone, and in Chip Kelly at UCLA. And I was like, whoa. Uh, I, you know, talking to Steve Grass, you know, Oregon State wanted him, and uh, they ended up getting Jonathan Smith, and UCLA gets Chip Kelly. UCLA football gets Chip Kelly. And I'm like, what is uh, this? Is, this is fascinating to me to see what is going to happen. This is why it is a lot more interesting, more on the coaching standpoint. We know that UCLA is good. 
we know that they they've been successful in the past. Uh, obviously, their basketball team is successful, uh, and I think their football team historically has been pretty good as well. So they they hit a couple of rough years. Uh, you know, Josh Rosen now out. Uh, they I know they had uh, Hunley there for a while as the quarterback, but not make not making a whole lot of news nationally. And this last year they struggled. Uh, and I think Chip did more on the culture standpoint. That's why I say I always give coaches four years. But UCLA is really fascinating. Now, I've always watched a lot of UCLA football, uh, my dad being a big UCLA Bruins fan uh, since I was little. Uh, if we weren't watching Michigan, he'd turn on uh, UCLA. It was, uh, like it was kind of in like a phase three. It was Michigan, TCU, UCLA for the night game. Uh, me being a Utah fan, I was happy once when we were able to go. I've, I've seen UCLA play against the University of Utah in Salt Lake. Great atmosphere. It was UCLA was ranked, I believe it was third in the nation. Really fun atmosphere uh, to see them play. I'd never seen them play before. So really kind of an interesting uh, take on this. I have a lot of questions going into the season for UCLA. I really want them answered. And I think as the season rolls along, I think, if the, you know, if Chip Kelly has the same exact uh, season as he did that last year, I think the school board and I, I think people are going to start grumbling again. Once again, is it a fit? Or was it in Oregon that it was just so new nobody knew how to kind of adjust? Anyway, so we're going to have uh, Ben from the LA Times uh, on the podcast. Super uh, happy for him to be able to take the time out of his day to have it on. So we're going to be calling him, patching him in from beautiful, uh, sunny Los Angeles, California after this ad break. So stay tuned for the UCLA 2019 football preview. Okay, we are here today with Ben from the LA Times. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm good, thank you. That's good. Okay, so Ben, tell me, how long have you been covering the UCLA Bruins? Uh, this will be my fourth consecutive year of covering them. I actually covered, I covered them uh, basketball-wise uh, one and a half year during the Ben Hallen era, but uh, then went to the NBA and have been back full-time doing football, basketball, uh, three years. Uh, so this will be my fourth year back on it. Okay. So we'll get into it. Uh, Chip Kelly's first year, he goes 3-9. and nine. What are the expectations for UCLA this upcoming season? Well, I think the fan base really wants to see UCLA get some results from Chip Kelly because obviously there was tremendous excitement uh, when he came and, and really high expectations. But I do think that there were some realism and that the program needed pretty much a complete reset uh, from the previous regime, and, and Chip Kelly went about that pretty deliberately, and, and we saw the results last year of, of the three and nine season, which you mentioned. Um, you know, which I don't think anybody was really happy with. But I think the important takeaway from last season was the trajectory at the end of the season, where uh, UCLA beat USC, even though it was a down year for USC. It was a good win. Uh, nearly beat Arizona State, and then nearly ended that. 10-year run against Stanford, where Stanford's just owned that series, uh, and it was a touchdown game uh, in the final minutes. So I think that the fan base was, was pretty pleased with that ending to the season, and I think that they are hoping we can see more of that uh, going into next season and, and really kind of turn the corner into a bowl game. Okay, awesome. And uh, Josh Rosen was a really great quarterback, did a lot of good things at UCLA. 
Uh, last year, I, I don't even remember who the, the quarterback was following them. Who is going to be the guy at the uh, in charge? Who will be the quarterback, the starting quarterback? Have they named it, or do they have a couple guys uh, at UCLA? Yeah, it's most likely going to be Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who was a uh, true freshman last year. Um, he actually did not start at the beginning of the year. They gave it to graduate transfer uh, Wilton Spade, um, but then he got injured even in the opener, and, and Dorian came in and kind of took the job and ran with it for you know four or five games, and then he went down, and Wilton came back, and it was kind of back and forth. So never really got you know a full season's worth of, of, of reps in there, but. I know that he's a lot more comfortable and a lot more uh, just kind of confident going into this season, and he really needs to be the guy. If, if UCLA is going to take that next step to get to six or seven wins, he's going to have to be uh, the guy to really kind of steady the ship and, and make good decisions and make uh, you know, smart passes uh, that, that they're going to need to be a steady team. Okay. Um, you being in L.A. at the time and being around the program, who are some – they have 19 returners uh, coming back, starters that, that started this last year coming back onto the team. Who are some names that we should be looking for playmaker-wise uh, on both sides of the ball, like in the media, someone like me watching it? Yeah, I would start with uh, Joshua Kelly, uh, running back who ran for – I believe 286 yards in the USC game last year, which which it not only sounds great, but it was the most yards uh, run run by by a running back from either team in the history of the rivalry, which is just crazy when you think about all the great running backs uh, that have that have played in this game. So uh, he would be the top on the list. You know, he flirted with the NFL and decided to come back and and really kind of show what he could do for a full season because he really wasn't even. Uh, the starter till till like the fourth game of the season last year. So people are really excited about him. Uh, Receiver-wise, I would say Theo Howard, uh, senior, who has has flashed some really great moments in the last couple of years, but I think is really poised uh, to to really become uh, kind of the embodiment of the five-star prospect that he was coming out of high school and kind of be the guy. Um, And then... um, Tight end-wise, Devin Asiasi, I think, is poised for a big season. He was a transfer from Michigan who had a couple nice moments last year, grabbed a couple touchdowns, but was really kind of buried behind Caleb Wilson, who had just had a phenomenal season at tight end. Um, so I think he'll kind of step in into that role. Defensively, uh, you got to start with Darnay Holmes, a lockdown cornerback, who I think is going to be just a real star in the NFL someday. Um, he kind of sets the tone for the defense. Really, a lockdown corner has just grown tremendously. He's going to be a junior this year, and I expect this will be his last season. Um, and then I expect um, Josh Woods, who's had season-ending injuries uh, at linebacker the last two years, just really tough luck. Didn't uh, went down to training camp last year, didn't play a single game, uh, but has come back. He looks tremendously uh, physically ripped now. He's going to move to outside linebacker where he can help with the pass rush, uh, and I think he's going to be. Um, that, that's one area that they were really needing last year was a pass rush, putting putting pressure on the quarterback, getting sacks. Um, so he, he should help out in that area. Um, and they've got a couple of, of really young offense, uh, defensive linemen uh, who really kind of need to take that next step, took their lumps last year. Uh, Antonio Maffi, uh, Tyler Manoa, and Otito Ogbonia. I'll just throw all three of them out there. You know, any one of those guys steps up and has a big year. 
that that could really help UCLA. So so those are kind of some, some names that uh, you'll probably be hearing throughout the year. Um, and obviously, the more you hear of those guys doing good things, the better for UCLA. Awesome. Okay, final question. Vegas has them at five and a half games. Uh, I have them at winning six games. Uh, what do you have? What What do you think the overall outcome will happen this season? Yeah, I think that's a good bet. You know, it's funny. I I, I said uh, I think they were at five and a half last year, going into last year too. And I said anybody would be crazy to not think that Chip Kelly could get to six wins based on what he'd done in Oregon. And then I was you know, obviously dead wrong. But I think I think that now he's got his culture in place and the expectations and. You know, the, to be honest, they probably do need an infusion of, of, of a little more talent from, with some recruiting classes down the line. But I, I, I think I can see that I can see a path to this team getting to six wins. It seems pretty realistic. So I, I'm right there with you. I think six wins uh, is what I put my money on. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day. We'll be talking to you uh, during the season and as the as the season unfolds. Great. Yeah. Have a, have have a great day. Alright, thank you. Yep, bye-bye. And that was Ben from the LA Times talking about UCLA. So, uh, going forward uh, with this season, UCLA to me is someone that is interesting. That's just the word I want to use. Compelling, I guess you can also use. This team went three and nine this last year, and like uh, you know, last year they were predicted around five wins, and this year also five and a half wins, which means six. Uh, Vegas is guys kind of saving itself because six. Then you know, anyway, just just Vegas doing stuff. Uh, five and a half wins. Uh, currently, I have them. I went back, went through it. I want to. I want to stick with uh, four wins, and I see that not because. Uh, I don't know that it's just really hard to to decipher this UCLA team. Uh, number one, we talked about the the coaching situation with Chip Kelly. I don't know what kind of guys he has, and I don't understand. Uh, you know, like we're going right in, we're judging everything right now on immediate success. And last year, they probably had the toughest schedule, right? We're gonna go over last uh last year preseason uh or sorry non conference schedule. They played Cincinnati, who went uh double digit win team. Oklahoma, we obviously know how they did with Kyler Murray, and then Fresno State, also an eleven win uh team. I actually think they were better. I think they were actually twelve. But you know, and regardless, you know, played well in the Mountain West, beat Arizona State amazing right and so they play those three hard teams and now we're going we're sitting back going oh well you didn't have success well you played three really top tier teams now should ucla or should a team like ucla uh beat uh, a cincinnati uh beat a fresno state yes they're not they're not power five conferences but guess what you lost to them it didn't work out so it'll be interesting to see on this upcoming season uh, uh non-conference games we have cincy once again in Cincy last year, you know, lost at home uh, by nine, and then you're home against San Diego State, home against Oklahoma. Now, I don't think UCLA is going to go out and knock off Oklahoma in that third week, and uh, but Cincinnati is compelling. You know, 
when you have a team that has so much success like Cincinnati did this last year, coming off of I believe a four and eight to eleven and two, uh, that 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 is re- remarkable in that of itself. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how it plays out, I guess, uh, here with UCLA and with Arizona and and uh, Oregon State. I mean, the first year coach is going to be interesting, um, and with Cincinnati. So you're playing at Cincinnati, and then you're going to go, uh, you start the two uh, on the road against Wazoo, uh, Washington State, and at uh, U of A. So you're looking at it, you're, okay, Wazoo, they they might have lost their their quarterback, but they're, they're replacing him with an amazing grad transfer uh, from Eastern Washington. So I don't think they, they, they lose a beat there. Arizona is actually my sleeper team. Uh, a lot of people are predicting them. Uh, towards the bottom of the south, if not the very bottom, I even saw one guy saying that Colorado would be better. Uh, Arizona, ooh, Arizona, we'll talk a little, bit, a little bit on another podcast, but I think they're going to surprise some people, especially with Kevin Sumlin there, and uh, a little bit easier of a schedule uh, with uh, Khalil Tate. I that's his name. Yeah, that's how to make sure. Yeah, Khalil Tate uh, coming back for his uh, for this next season. Uh, then they do get Oregon State at home, which will play benefit. Uh, UCLA, just uh, Oregon State, we know has is, is kind of been in a rebuilding stage for, for a while now. Then you go at Stanford, which will be tough. Uh, and I believe that is a, yes, that is a Thursday night game. So that will be hard. Stanford off the bye, as well as UCLA off the bye. And you know that UCLA is going to, going, they can upset them. Uh, they're not just going to fold. And then uh, you have Arizona State and then home against Colorado. Uh, then you take another buy at Utah, at USC, and then finish off the season home against Cal. And I think Cal is also one of those sleeper teams we're not talking about, especially after them going to you know a bowl game. So, you, so you're looking at it, you're like, okay, this schedule's stacked, but there's opportunity for them to win. Uh, I have them at four wins. Uh, I have them at four and eight right now to finish off the season. I think they, they could get to five wins. Uh, again, I'm not taking a lot of chances just because I don't really know uh, who their who their quarterback's going to be. I don't really know a lot about this team. I did watch their spring game, and there were a lot of new names that I had never heard of. But it's going to benefit Chip having a lot of returners coming back, and I think that I think they're a couple years out if if Chip can get it going. Now, if he just gets there and he just can't get the right personnel in there or, or whatever happens, then UCLA is just going to kind of be there for a while kind of this you know team that should be good and we expect to be good every single year and just can't make it i think this team is going to surprise some people uh i think the games will be a lot closer uh and i think that you know those close wins in which they had last year uh namely you know uh, like arizona state lost by three stanford lost by seven since he lost by nine these close games and uh, Washington lost by seven. These close games that, 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 you know, one bounce, one interception, one throw, one block, one inch sometimes, it completely alters the entire outcome. And now if you, you know, you take those three wins and you flip them, okay, now they're six and six. We're talking about, wow, Chip Kelly did his first year. It's a little bit different of a story. However, I think that... uh this year will be another year before they can kind of rebuild and go after it. Like I said, a lot of starters, they have, they're returning 19, which is really, really high. I'd say one of the highest in the nation. But overall, uh, where I see this team, I don't see them going up very high. Um, 
but I think they do improve uh, off of the bottom of the Pac-12 South this last year. So that is your UCLA preview 2019. I want to thank Ben for coming on the show, uh, being a part of getting the ball rolling, and being a part of this Pac-12 insider bit, right? We want to be able to, to provide you guys with interviews, information going forward into the season as the season rolls out, kind of uh, follow these storylines. But anyway, so uh, this this episode will be published, and you guys will be able to listen to it on all uh, a bunch of different platforms. I've actually been adding some platforms, so do not be afraid to get on there wherever you know radio station or whatever way you are listening to podcasts. Look up, get the ball rolling. It is definitely uh, on there. I spend a ton of work filling out forms and stuff to be able to get on there so we're on there for your listening uh pleasure i guess anyway uh we're going to going forward we're still going to be talking about the pac-12 uh like i said kind of wrapping up with the coaches interviews we'll go be going forward we'll probably uh with the fbs i made a decision i'll probably be covering the mountain west as well so we'll go mountain west uh then the Pac-12, really more uh, storylines will fall a little bit, breaking news and stuff like that. We'll, we'll do that uh, here on Get the Ball Rolling. And then uh, we'll also be following FCS, pretty much all of FCS. So, But that does not mean that I will not be talking about Michigan football, Alabama football. Kind of want to focus on college football. I love it. Can't wait for it to be here. We're less than like 45 days. It is amazing that this is happening. Anyway, so stay tuned. Follow us on our social media platforms uh, to know of the the recent uh, episodes, new episodes, new content. Again, we're working on getting on YouTube. Probably going to be doing a podcast where you guys will be able to watch us as well. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this clip. Uh, UCLA fans... Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Let me know. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, whatever you guys want to do. Thank you for your time. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and keep the ball rolling.